before I give my reaction, remember to hit the like, subscribe and notification bell. Mark My Words shares Mark Homer's contrarian views on investing, business, finance, economics and all things money. Mark interviews the world's most successful business, finance and money experts, as well as imparting his knowledge in a factual, direct and no-nonsense manner. Welcome to Mark My Words, and here is your host, Mark Homer. Hi, Mark Homer here and welcome to this podcast. So I've just finished listening to the Chancellor's budget. He's concluded his statement to the House of Commons and I've got all the juicy details for you now. Okay, so clearly the government has spent a huge amount of money um, since March last year uh, fighting coronavirus. Um, they've allocated something like 400 billion, uh, and that would be a combination of, of quantitative easing, but most of it would have been sort of borrowed um, from institutions, from you and I, via the issue, uh, the issuance of gilts or, or government bonds. So this money needs to be paid back. Um, clearly, inflation is going to be a key route uh, which the Chancellor is going to use. So he's going to devalue. Uh, money over time by letting inflation run a bit higher, probably keeping interest rates lower than they ordinarily would have been. But he's also going to need to raise taxes. Now, we're a little bit early on at the moment for major tax rises because we're still not out of lockdown. The economy has still got a way to go to recover. In fact, the economy is about 10% smaller uh, than it was in March last year, which is absolutely huge. Um, you know, it's, it's probably even a bigger hit than World War II uh, in terms of, um, you know, the, the amount the economy shrunk um, over a, you know, a, such a short period of time. And the effect of that is still probably going to be there for about three years time. It will still be smaller um, than it was. So it's going to take a while for um, us to recover. And he also needs to recover that money and sort of fix the public finances. So the first thing that um, you know, he said he wasn't going to do was change income tax rate, rates. Clearly, they've got this triple lock. Um, He's basically said that there'll be no increase on income tax, national insurance or VAT. Um, but what he is going to do is he's going to free, sorry, he's going to freeze the um, nil rate allowance. So uh, effectively, when you're um, when when you earn below a certain level around £12,000, you don't pay any income tax. Well, Typically that rises every year with inflation, but he's going to freeze that and it's not going to rise for the next few years. Um, and he's, he's also going to do the same on the top rate of tax as well. So that's almost like a, a slightly less visible way of, of, of taking the money back uh, and it doesn't happen straight away. Unlike what most people thought, he was completely silent on capital gains tax other than he confirmed the existing allowance but he didn't seem to change the capital gains tax rates. That was certainly not expected. Most people thought capital gains tax was going to go up. Uh, in fact, he'd had a report commissioned um, and, and uh, you know, wow, uh, what a surprise. The report came back and said uh, there, there are perverse incentives and capital gains tax uh, is much lower than income tax. Uh, therefore, capital gains tax potentially should go up to income tax rates and the top rate is 45%. Um, which a lot of people thought was going to happen. That didn't happen. Uh, he also confirmed that um, he's not changing the inheritance tax. 
allowance. Um, and the unlike lots of reports, um, he said he wasn't going to change the pension lifetime limit, uh, which is a million pounds. Um, so that was quite a surprise and in many ways quite, um, quite dove-like, um, not particularly harsh and um, quite a positive budget um, in, in many ways. The big sort of uh, tax rise, the big rub, certainly for businesses, is that um, unlike reports of corporation tax going up to 23%, he's going to raise it to 25%. Uh, he's not going to start that until 2023. Um, so there's, there's a couple of years until that's going to come along. But that's quite a big increase from 19% to 25%. He did say that smaller companies with profits of less than 50,000 will still pay the 19%. And in between 50,000 and 250,000 annual profits, uh, they'll be tapered um, relief. So you'll pay between 19 and 25% depending on how much the company makes in that tax year. Um, so clearly, um, George Osborne have bought that down a lot for lots of landlords paying 19% in their limited company. Uh, they're now going to be paying quite a lot more, myself included. Um, and, you know, it's, it's uh, he, he, the way he's sort of defending it is by saying, well, it's the lowest in the G7. That might be true. But what about, you know, when you sort of look at all the other reliefs and, and income tax rates and everything like that in the round, uh, it probably isn't quite so good. Um, a, another sort of benefit, uh, particularly coronavirus related that he mentioned was that companies are now going to be able to carry back losses uh, for up to three years, which I thought was quite significant. Um, and that's up to 760,000. So um, if companies have had losses or big losses through coronavirus, they're going to be, be able to go back three years, which I, I thought was quite positive. Um, and a, a another new scheme um, of which I, I don't fully understand all the benefits yet, but it sounded quite interesting, was this super deduction. Uh, and effectively, it, it's all around whether companies are going to invest cash. Now, I suspect it may be investing cash in, um, you know, uh, uh, plant and machinery or items for a revenue or a trading business rather than sort of an investment activity. But if they invest cash, then they're going to get cash relief. Sorry, they're going to get tax relief, corporation tax relief at 130%. Um, and he gave an example of a construction company buying equipment of £10 million, effectively getting a deduction of corporation tax of £13 million, which just sounds huge to me. Um, and a massive benefit. So uh, I think lots of people are going to be digesting that. There may be something there for property developers. Uh, I'm certainly going to be looking at that carefully because that could be a huge benefit. Uh, and it sounds like you get 130% tax saving rather than just 130% reduction in profit. And then, you know, you, you pay 19 or 25% less in tax uh, of that amount. So there's a very, very big difference there. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see the final analysis in the final analysis, um, what, you know, that actually means for us as uh, business owners, developers, uh, property investors. Um, he interestingly also um, mentioned eight new freeport zones. Um, generally, freeport zones around the world 
are areas, geographic areas that attract lower taxes. That could be corporate taxes, could be corporation tax, uh, probably not income tax, maybe lower business rates. Uh, there may be lower duty in those areas. He said they were going to uh, relax planning rules in those areas. So that, that sounds quite interesting. Um, the nearest one to us uh, was East Midlands Airport. Um, so I suspect lots of companies are going to be looking to uh, locate themselves in that area. It'll be good for certain activities uh, and maybe uh, not so much for others. Um, other sort of schemes that are ongoing at the moment, uh, the furlough scheme is extended now until September, until the end of September. The stamp duty holiday has also been extended. It's been confirmed today that it's going to carry on uh, up until the end of June. Uh, and it's also going to continue up until the end of September up to a value of 250,000. So to the end of June, it will just continue as it is up to 500,000. But from the end of September, uh, it's going to continue up to 250,000 um, pounds, which clearly is going to keep the market rolling. I suspect uh, sales are going to continue um, and I suspect there may be further property growth. Um, he's also introduced a new 95% mortgage scheme um, to get lenders lending at 95%. Uh, the government's going to guarantee the last bit of sort of uh, riskier lending. So I suspect these mortgages may be available at good rates. Um, I think that will probably prop the market up. It will keep it rolling. 95% um, um, mortgages are also available on existing properties to me and to investors. Um, you know, if, if I was going to be advising my son, um, that would be what I'd be getting him to do. I'd, I'd get him to get something, a house that needed some work, get that rolling, um, you know, refurbish it, with, get a 95% mortgage, refurbish it, and maybe put tenants in it um, whilst he's still living there. So that'll clearly be residential mortgages for people to move into, but I suspect that will support the market um, significantly, and that starts next month. Uh, there's a new kickstart scheme uh, to get uh, younger people back into work and various other schemes uh, for other age groups uh, to encourage employment. Uh, the grant is going to continue um, for, for retail, hospitality, um, and um, there is going to be um, at the end of March when the bounce back and the C-bills loans end, there's going to be a new loan scheme where the government's going to guarantee 80% of the loan. Um, so that will carry on after the end of March. Um, business rates holiday is going to continue until the end of June with a, a tapered reduction and the 5% reduced rate of VAT is extended until the 30th of September uh, and a new 12.5% rate until mid next year. Clearly that's for hospitality uh, and, a, and a few other sectors, not really for property investors. So what does this mean for property investors? Well, I think the big news uh, is clearly the stamp duty. Um, I suspect that and the 95% mortgage guarantee will probably support the market at the low end. Um, yes, prices may go soft. Um, I think the chances of a crash now have receded significantly, could still happen. Um, but you know, with furlough continuing, uh, with all these, this other government support continuing, uh, it seems less likely. You never, you never know what they're going to do, but um, it does look like they're going to continue with the support. Loads and loads of people have got cash in their pockets. Um, you know, they're, they're, all these schemes have given consumers 
um, you know, a lot of savings. If you if you listen to sort of Andy Haldane at the Bank of England on the Monetary Policy Committee, he says there is a huge amount of money just sitting there. The savings rate has, has, has soared. Uh, and as the economy opens up in the middle to the, towards the end of this year, they're going to go and spend that money with less supply, less factories, less goods. Um, you know, there's going to be um, some inflation. And as inflation picks up, clearly, um, you were not necessarily talking double digit, but you, you, you could see inflation um, go three, four, five percent potentially. Um, it doesn't look like um, the government is, is, or at least the Bank of England, is massively interested um, in curtailing a, 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 an elevated level of, of, of uh, inflation because they want to inflate away the debt. Um, as the value, as inflation picks up, and that means that the value of the money, the value of the pound goes down. Clearly, government borrowing gets paid off um, almost invisibly via inflation as well. So they're probably going to let that pick up. But interest rates may need to be increased later to control it. Uh, and if they don't nip it in the bud early enough, um, then you know it could could really start to take off. Um, so as we've seen, gilt rates. Um, you know, have increased a little bit over the last sort of couple of weeks. There's been a bit of a shock in the market as bonds, uh, the value of them has, has decreased. That does seem to have stabilised somewhat this week. Um, but what that tells you is, you know, long-term interest rates could tick up slightly uh, that the, the banks are offering you. Um, you know, maybe we're past the, the cheapest rates, but who knows? You never know. We could still turn negative. So, you know, I, I think, you know, there's going to be lots of planning opportunities. They're carrying on with the consultation for retail and other types of buildings to bring them back into use. Um, um, clearly, these new uh, investment incentives are quite interesting. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly going to be very, very interested in, in this new one uh, relating to companies and investment at 130%. Um, something to, to, to dig into. And clearly with the vaccine rollout, as, has, as is happening at the moment, very successfully, we've got vaccines that um, are showing over 85, maybe 90% reductions in hospitalisation and death. Um, this does look, as long as you know, we carry on with the vaccine rollout towards the middle um, end of this year, uh, that the economy is going to start getting back to normal. Um, so I hope that's been of value to you. Um, if you want to learn more, you can find me on Facebook, on Twitter, uh, and my podcast, Mark My Words. That has been Mark Homer for Mark My Words over and over.